Well, welcome, welcome uh, to the seminar. Uh, when we were invited to contribute this book to Kavi, and uh, we were very excited. Look at the Kavi. A means agriculture, B means biology. Nutrition is not there, but which means the Kavi is really interesting nutrition. And I must say that probably this is one of the Kavi's first book on nutrition, on always linking agriculture to nutrition. So uh, already you can see some impact from our research from our agriculture and the nutrition community. So again, I also wanted to thank uh, my obviously co-editor, Sivan Raju, you know, they did the most of the work, and uh, all the, the editors or the uh, chapter authors, like Marie, uh, Olivia, and many others, in contributing to this very important volume. I think we have learned quite a bit. When I came here to, to the United States about uh, 33 years ago, I even didn't know how to spell the nutrition. Let me be frank with you. you know, my English was poor, but <laughs> nutrition definitely is a word that never caught my, um, my attention. But after 33 years, myself and I think the whole world have really transformed its agriculture, its food system, uh, and also its research you know, to really use the nutrition as one of the goals of our work. So why is that? One is, well, today we still face lots of challenges in uh, hunger and malnutrition. We heard that 821 million people still lack of enough food to eat. You know, that's, that's also a nutrition problem, you know, lack of food. It's a macronutrition issue. Micronutrients deficiency, iron, zinc, vitamins, and beyond. And even more overweight obesity. And Olivia will tell you that uh, you know, more than 2.1 billion people suffer from, from overweight and obesity. So, but in the meantime, you know, agriculture, agriculture provides food for everybody in the world, 7.6 billion people. And, uh, and agriculture has the vast potential to continue to do more, to improve our nutrition, not just uh, you know, to improve the, uh, the access to nutrition, but also make sure that you know, the overnutrition, obesity, is not going to be a challenge for us in the future. Well, this chart is not very new to many of, many of you here in the room, uh, particularly researchers, how agriculture links to nutrition, you know, particularly to individual level. I'm not talking about nutrition at a national level, um, global level, or even community level, or even household level. It's individual. I do think nutrition is an, is an individual problem, whether it's undernutrition, overnutrition, and so on. So agriculture you know, provides sources of food to the household. It is still the case that majority of the poor households in rural areas eat what they produce. When they produce more healthy, nutritious foods, that means they have access to nutritious and healthy foods. So this is very important. And a source of income, you know, agriculture, it's not just the food, even some of the non-food, um, let's say commodities, let's say tea, coffee, they provide income. So when farmers, when smallholders have income, they can purchase foods from the market. So the, and obviously, women's empowerment. We, we learned quite a bit that if a woman is empowered, the link between agriculture and nutrition, the link between agriculture and the whole house, household uh, income, the, it's, uh, their economic activities will be much stronger. And obviously impact human and planetary health. So I will come back to this later. So what we eat yes, matters to our health and nutrition. It also matters to our environment to our climate. So let's not forget the other dimension. So I just wanted to walk through 
some of the key milestones for the last four or five decades about the link between agriculture and nutrition. We heard about the Green Revolution. We know the Green Revolution helped to double, even triple the food production in many Asian countries. That helped to save probably millions of billions of lives in many, many poor countries. But the nutrition was not on our radar screen that time. You know, if you look at all the Green Revolution documents, papers, nutrition was barely mentioned. But things began to change in the 1990s. You know, many people began to look at the nutrition, uh, to look at agriculture as a way to improve nutrition. And uh, from the nutrition community, they also began to look at agriculture, food as an instru instrument. So one of these small initiatives by CGIR, at that time there is a small CGIR initiative called Linking Agriculture to Nutrition Initiative. Very small, small funds from the World Bank, from key donors. So that, to my mind, that was one of the first CGI activity um, to really look at agriculture as a way to improve nutrition. Then obviously biofortification began to, to be, what, um, conceptualized here at APRI around uh, probably 1992, 1993. And then right after John April in 1995, I think the biofortification began to to take off you know, the donor support from ADB, from, from USID, uh, from Sanjana Foundation, and so on. Now, after so many years, you know, particularly, well, let's say the 2011, the, the um, New Delhi event, to link agriculture to nutrition and health, I thought that, that was one of the, well, I shouldn't say the only game changer, I think one of the game changers that brought key stakeholders, donors, the practitioners, policymakers, researchers together to debate about that link, you know, the, the nexus between agriculture and, and nutrition. So I think, again, after that conference, we learned quite a bit, and uh, particularly in, in, in the area of research, in the areas of knowledge, uh, and even the, some of the practices in many countries. So after so many years, now agriculture and nutrition is at the forefront of global and regional priorities. And look at the global level, SDG. If you look at SDG 2, it's not just a food security. It's not just the agriculture. It's all these things together. Agriculture, food, nutrition, environmental sustainability, smallholders income, smallholder productivity. So the SDG 2 really framed nutrition as a center, as a center uh, of that, uh, that goal. Then ICN too, many of you came to that conference. Again, you know, many, many of us committed to use agriculture as an instrument to improve nutrition. FAO, WHO also committed to use their programs, their policies to drive agriculture uh, for nutrition. Then obviously, about uh, probably several months ago, the IP IPCC, this in intergovernmental panel on climate change, really highlighted the impact on nutrition, how climate change will affect nutrition. So we call it a 1.5 degree report. Again, nutrition was very prominent in that report. At the regional level, we know African Union has used the nutrition as one of the driving uh, goals that's, uh, to achieve SDGs, CADAP, and uh, the even development of nutrition accountability scorecard. You provided support into that. G7, G8 took the nutrition on. I think most important is the countries. Look at the different countries, China, India, Bangladesh, Ethiopia, even Malawi, they really use the nutrition to drive their agriculture, to drive their, probably to some extent, health, to drive their 
finance, although finance still needs to do a bit more. So we have tons of countries that begin to embrace nutrition, which was not the case 10 or 20 years ago. The evidence, evidence continue to, to, let's say, to, to drive our action. We know that the 2008 Nancet series on maternal and child nutrition, 2013 uh, Nancet on, on nutrition, I think Marie was part of that. And so it was the first time to look at the nutrition sensitive programs. And now I'm very honored to be uh, a commission member of the Eat Nancet report on so-called healthy diets from sustainable food system. Nutrition is very much part of that. Again, once again, what you eat even today really matters to your health, to your nutrition. It also matters to, other, to our environment, to our climate change. Then on-ground programming is a central piece of the agriculture nutrition puzzle. I think uh, Marie probably will talk more on that. Uh, we know that multi-sector intervention is key. Integrate, integrated program is a must. And we also know another practice is lessons tools that are emerging so we can really use to continue to let's use nutrition as a driver to shape our agriculture. We know that universities, researchers, donors are em embracing nutrition and uh, USID, the DFID European Union, almost every one of the donors, the Japanese as well. So the agriculture nutrition access is key to breaking the cycle of malnutrition. We know or not we still have a lot of unknowns, so research, policy, and the programs, uh, particularly evaluation, evidence, will be the key to fill the gaps. Thank you very much.